Welcome back to the City Stay in True to Yourself podcast. Our goal is to facilitate the necessary discussion of how to stay true to yourself. Our vision is to promote and stimulate thought to restore culture and self-determination. We facilitate discussions to value the self and community through scholarships and creative dialogues. This is a movement that promotes and displays conscious uniqueness and addresses the methods of valuing self and community. We are all individuals, but our experiences and emotions are unique to yourself. Let's join the movement. Follow us on Instagram at S-I-T-T-Y and check out the website to join the movement at www.staytrue2yourself.com. So, on today's episode, I will delve into the importance of confidence and adaptability. Both of these go hand in hand. Confidence is the necessary spark before everything transpires. Adaptability is adjusting your thoughts and thinking in response to change. Three things I believe will crack your confidence and ability to adapt. One, self Two, environment. Three, understanding of perspective. When it comes to self-confidence, it should be very self-explanatory. It's all about the self. You, the person. I was in my teen years, and also in my younger days, when I realized how vital the skill of self-confidence goes a long way. I wrote this little small piece to myself at some point in time while looking at a mirror. And here's how, here's how it goes. <clears throat> I can only speak for my existence and my experience. I can only look at myself. I can only do my part and my role in this world. I want to challenge you to look at yourself. I want you to utilize your gift and abilities. I want you to pursue your dream and seize the day. I want to ask you, what do you believe? Do you believe in you? Should you turn your belief into your reality? I am afraid of my experiences. I am hesitant of change. I want change, but I fear. I mourn, I cry, I laugh, I feel, I believe. I want to challenge you to look at yourself. I want you to utilize your gifts and abilities. I want you to pursue your dream and seize the day. As the great Malcolm X said, education is a passport to the future for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. He also said, you can't separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has freedom. I want to challenge you to look at yourself. I want you to utilize your gifts and abilities and I want you to pursue your dream and seize the day. As said before by the great Malcolm X, be peaceful, be courteous, obey the law, respect everyone. Now for you, you are to be careful and you are to prepare for the future today. You are to find your truth. Don't let your truth be told. Lastly, if you're not receiving critics for your actions, you need to find a new light to pursue your dream and seize the day. So, when I wrote that, you can clearly see that I was in a bubble trying to figure out my true worth as an individual. I challenged myself. 
I put myself in a position that mandated me to live up to my standards. I yearned to be great, but I still didn't have the confidence in my gifts and abilities. So after writing that piece, I would read it every day to remind myself of why I am doing what I am doing. Over time, I became more aware of myself, my environment, and understood my perspective. This transpired into my academics, my social and personal life, and even led me into spaces that I never would have imagined of. Self-confidence is an everyday battle, not only for me, but I am certain for a lot of people. It can be the determining factor of making it or breaking it. As I developed my skill of self-confidence, I had to still understand how to adapt to the change of events. My ability to adapt to different environments began at a very young age. I lived in Kenya when I was younger. I remember I went to a school that was 20 miles away from my home. I remember my first day of school, my mother and grandmother left me at school. And that was the moment they all realized how much of a crybaby I was because I screamed and howled at the top of my lungs because I didn't want to be there. I was afraid of the new environment, new people, new lingo, and a new schedule. But that was in first grade. So for the next two years, I was always taken to school by my mom and grandma, or grandma. But this eventually had to stop, so arrangements were made. I was always picked up by a truck that usually went around the neighborhood picking up about eight other kids that went to my school. The truck had a rusty painting and used up wheels. Um, it was like a pickup truck. We used to call it the KTC or the KHC. I can't remember why we called it that, but that's how we did it. So when dropped off at school, I was always the first kid to the school parade because I like watching the raising of the flag. Raising the flag every day was like the only event I was excited about whenever I was at school. When class started, I usually was a kid who sat in the back of the class because I always felt as if I was not good enough to sit in the front of the class. And at school, there was an unspoken rule. If a student sat in front of the class, it meant that they were good at something or they must really like being at school. The trend of me sitting in the back of the class went on until I was in third grade. In third grade, I sat in the middle of the class because sitting in the middle of the class meant that I was smart, but I was still a little shy and very diligent in my choice of answers and questions. During my third grade year though, I was introduced to sports. And from then on, I have never loved anything more than sports, apart from family and friends. Sports have shaped my personality and attributes as an individual. There was a saying my third grade teacher would say, every time before recess, or or we used to call it break time, he would say, let's play ball. My first activity was playing soccer, or as we called it, football. I had no clue what to do or without the ball. It's not that I didn't know how to play soccer. I just had never played it at school or in an organized fashion with my classmates or in a team. I used to only play maybe by myself, just juggling the ball. But in about three games, I had understood the concept of the game and the technicality I needed to improve as a player when I was playing as a team with my classmates. It was one time a play that I clearly remember 
is when I was past the ball in the middle of the field and I was able to know what needs to happen in that moment. I was able to react to the situation in a manner I knew I was confident in. I was past the ball and I was able to pass the ball effectively to somebody else without, get, without giving the ball away to the other team and it resulted in my team maintaining possession. 10 minutes later after that play, I felt a big breakthrough because I realized that I had become aware of what I need to do as a player in the middle of the field. And from that day on, I felt as if like life is like playing soccer. In soccer, as a player, you have to be able to get used to your surroundings and know what to do when you have the ball. In essence, your sense of awareness is very, very important. And just like in life, life flings circumstances that you don't like or appreciate. But at the end of the day, you still have to adapt to the conditions you have been put into because escaping the conditions will cause your state of being to have fear of failure. Adaptability is a quality I have gained in my years through my involvement with sports. The ability to adapt came in handy when I immigrated to the United States. And three months after moving to the States, I experienced various challenges such as understanding American English and acclimating to the American education system. And the challenges created a persona that was negative about life. As a way to change the feel of life, abundance I joined a sports team because that's the only way I knew I can give myself an advantage and as a result I started making new American friends and accelerated my learning of American English I even acquired an American accent the challenges that I faced created the need for me to adapt in order to survive in the American society just as in the jungle for a species to survive, they must adapt to their environment. Either you're going to become the prey or you can become the predator. It's up to you and it's up to your own judging of how you choose to navigate. Because those that adapt live to see another day. I have lived my life like this since the day I was introduced to sports in third grade. Sports paved the way to realize my abilities to do amazing things such as adapt and communicate with others. Adapting isn't always physical, it's also mental. Mental adaptations to verbal and interpersonal skills gave me the ability to act purposefully, think rationally, and deal effectively with the environment. Physical and mental adaptability enabled me to shape and select my environment. So as you can see, I've had to overcome fears to reach my self-confidence. I don't think anyone is born confident. Confidence is learned and can be generated and should be practiced. If we are all born confident, then we will never have feelings such as worry, anxiety, doubt, overwhelmed, or any other such negative feeling. We would always be ready for anything at all times. Even if you are a natural born leader, or have been gifted the greatest talents on earth, you still have to put in the time to reach that potential or maximum. Self-confidence is built over time. It's a process. It takes repetition and practice to reach your ultimate goal. 
from the wise words of Kevin Garnett after the Boston Celtics won the NBA championship, he said, anything is possible. And I do believe that anything is possible. Anything is possible when you believe in yourself and put in the work to fulfill your ultimate goal. When you start to feel everything is impossible, let yourself know that I am possible. So, navigating the ups and downs of our confidence is key to our adaptability. Michelle Obama once said, Your success will be determined by your own confidence and fortitude. I have seen and heard people push past fear of failure by moving out their comfort zone and challenging themselves to innovate. Professional athlete, musician, professor, artist, actor needs confidence to get on the stage or field or court and know that their contribution will add value. Building confidence is a lifelong process. It requires overcoming doubt. It's continual learning and a willingness of rising to meet challenges. The Dalai Lama once said, With realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. So, although at times there are moments of feeling overwhelmed, doubt, or you just don't have the morale to get it done, I want you to ask yourself these questions. What do I believe? Do I believe in myself? If I don't, who will? Why do I feel different from anyone else? Imagine if I changed the way I thought of myself. Sometimes we forget the simplicity of self-talk. Self-talk can be your best friend or your worst enemy. The way you talk to yourself changes and revolutionizes the way you apply yourself. Adaptability allows you to respond to the unexpected with grace and finesse. When things don't go the way you planned, don't become paralyzed. Consider it an opportunity to become a problem solver. So I'm going to leave you with this. Self-doubt comes more easily than confidence. But the good news is that confidence can be cultivated. Like the Japanese proverb says, if you fall down seven times, get up eight times. When self-doubt overcomes you, remember when you lose sight and belief in yourself, you are done for. But the more capable you feel, the more adaptable and resilient you will become. That's cultivation of self-confidence and adaptability. Your confidence starts with you. There's nobody else living your life or having your thoughts. Your thoughts are only yours and it is up to you to translate them into action. Keep yourself positive and don't let the insecurities of your environment be your downfall. Be your own. Tell your truth. Remember this, you are the captain of your ship and the master of your fate. So, just remember, staying true to yourself, pursue your dream, and seize the day. Stay tuned for more. Peace out.